Welcome to Oldest to Youngest. I'm Natalie, the oldest. I'm Thomas, the youngest. We are curious Catholics who like to converse and explore topics from a Catholic point of view. We come up with questions, conduct some research, and then discuss it. Uh, we hope you enjoy our banter and learn something along with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks. So today we are talking about... Dun dun dun... Isolation. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Blank stare. I was like, wait, are you waiting for me to, 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 to roll out the <laughs> I was just like the topic. Or... I can't believe you forgot the topic, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I was kinda like, uh wait, we just talked about this. <laughs> Before the show. Uh yeah, so isolation. Um hmm. and so I think we were, okay, so I shouldn't say I think, because I know we were inspired by right. uh, the COVID pandemic. Yeah, and, and how a lot of people feel isolated, yeah. are isolated, yeah. quarantine, self-quarantine, things like that. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, although I d- didn't look in the um, catechism, I mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> really, I doubt there is anything yeah. about isolation. Um, maybe more of like hermitage and mm. you know um, withdrawing from society to kind of because um, there actually is a canon about that it's actually canon 603 cool. um, that I will kind of will discuss later on yeah. but um, I would like to know too like what the catechism says about like social interaction right and like how mm. we're like social beings I guess that was what I was like wanted to look at in the catechism but for another day. I mean, yeah, and I think we can kind of infer that we are are meant to be social beings because, mm-hmm. you know, even our creed says one holy Catholic apostolic church, right. and apostolic means united. Mm-hmm. Everybody's united. Right. Um, and so we are made to be the image and likeness of Christ to others and with others. Mm-hmm. Um, so that implies a social connection. Right. Yep. I like that. And even hermits, you know, still have some kind of of connection, right? Because you're praying for and with other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so I looked up the noun, the definition of isolation. Mm -hmm. Um, So the isolation, the definition is the act of isolating, um, or the second definition is the condition of being isolated. So it was really interesting because the first the part, part supposed to not use the word in its definition. Oh <laughs> uh, no, just because it's a noun. Oh, it's, gotcha. you know, so I'll like isolate oh, is, see, means to set apart from others, to select among from among others, mm-hmm. especially to separate from another substance, so mm-hmm. as to obtain pure or in a free state. Gotcha. So. I thought it was interesting, like, going back to the the definition of isolation. Mm-hmm. The first part implies a action to isolate. So, the action of isolating. So, like, you, yourself, taking away and isolating from other people. Yep. The second definition, the condition of being isolated, is actually acting against you. Isolate right? you. Right, to isolate right. you. Like, you're being pushed out. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, that makes sense. So if you look at the definition of isolate, it is to so, to set apart from others. So mm-hmm. somebody taking you, boop, and putting you in a corner apart from everybody else. Yep. Um, and then the second definition is to select from among others, especially to separate from another substance so that you can obtain pure, mm-hmm. to uh, 
to maintain a pure state. Right. Okay. So, like, However you're diseased, right? right? Or you're flawed in mm-hmm. some way. We're going to isolate you to obtain purity in the rest of the... Yeah. The that makes sense. ...stuff over here. Mm-hmm. People over here. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was... Cool. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. The, I, I like hearing strict definitions of words mm-hmm. you know because a lot of times uh, i feel like today's society too we have like preconceptions of like what words mean but like you look it up in the definition it's not always how that originated right being meant i guess the other interesting part i found is that Merriam webster dictionary the app mm-hmm. uh, updated the the word isolation to also include quarantine interesting mm-hmm. yeah that uh, was new added uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they updated some other words too yeah so. they did <laughs> i know they've been they've been doing their word juju yeah, there yeah. that's all right i'll use my really old one what's that i don't know this is like uh, i can't remember it was like the oh the old edition. dictionary yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i love paper copies of dictionaries they don't change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like why do words change yeah like that is... should i guess uh, sorry this is a little different but like like why why would why should a word change you know like yeah it's been that's the definition of the word why don't we just create new words for like new ideas as yeah. opposed to like changing old words just because someone uses it to mean something differently doesn't mean you're you that just means you're using it improperly mm. i i feel at least that's we should my get opinion. our resident english teacher to weigh in on this at oh, some yeah. point you yeah. know i wonder what he would say but sorry. um brief aside so yeah i thought that was interest the definition specifically was interesting the two different pieces mm-hmm. one purposely removing yourself Mm -hmm. but then most i think more interestingly and more importantly to our conversation Mm -hmm. being pushed apart yes you know and i think that with the pandemic Mm -hmm. isolating or isolation is the act of pushing away Mm -hmm. so when you know somebody gets sick gets covid Mm -hmm. Um, the, yes, the, you know, the CDC says you should quarantine, you should mm-hmm. isolate yourself. Yeah. But I think in a different way, we are actually isolating people. Right. Groups of people that we haven't even necessarily been talking about. Yeah. For example, groups in nursing homes. Yeah. To protect them, we have been <clears throat> isolating them. To know, an extent, to protect them. we, I, I feel like we already isolate them. Yeah. to begin with yeah. right this is very to an true. extent you know and that's why it's a little concerning when you know i'm not saying like covid isn't a big thing i think it is it is yeah especially for the elderly and like we have to protect them but at the same time like like they're still human beings you know it's not like they can live on their own you know or right. be isolated and like but a lot of times they are isolated, like they live a very different life, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we are all go about our busy lives and days mm-hmm. and don't really 
take a whole lot of time to right. check in with our elderly mm-hmm. relatives or friends or just elderly people in general who maybe even don't have anybody. Yeah. Um, I do feel like, you know, after the pandemic settles down a bit, I mm-hmm. think there will be like research or articles mm-hmm. that will come out about like the kind of impacts of yeah the impacts of isolation i I read somewhere i I think webmd actually um that depression since covid has tripled i believe it which i mean like i feel like isolation has played part of a part in that i mean technology already even though like we can stay connected with people i feel is already making us feel isolated it is yeah Because so, we're we are only seeing like perfected versions of people, right? Instead of the real genuine person, yeah. And and it's easier to connect with people through online stuff because we mm-hmm. don't have to modulate our emotions, our yep. actions, or our words. And yeah. like, but it's, it's hard. Easier, it's, but it's harder to connect with somebody right in front of you. Right. You have to listen. You have to like actually maintain eye voice yeah. contact in order to, like to actually be accepted. But like. You, you, it's easy to like just go on Twitter and mm-hmm. type a couple of sentences and feel for at least a minute that you're like making a difference, you know. Right. But um, I think it's very different when you know you're in a group and people are talking over you. You know, you have to make yourself be known in, in a lot of cases. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that's far more worthwhile than just typing on oh, your computer, staying in your room, right? I think it's harder to be uncharitable to people too in Mm -hmm. person oh yeah like it's so much easier to like swear at people or call them names or judge them i mean just think about i think yeah text but i think a great example of this is just in your car right Mm -hmm. people get road rage when like a lot of people like this wouldn't normally act this way no way but because you're in like this little bubble of a car and people don't actually like know you like you do things that you wouldn't normally do you know like give people the finger or swear or cuss someone out uh which you know is I you wouldn't think, do that to somebody's face right like most people wouldn't at most least. people yeah. hopefully hopefully <laughs> i'm a terrible road rage person but i definitely mm-hmm. would not do that to somebody's yeah. face yeah for sure me too yeah uh i'm not too 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 bad with road rage but <laughs> I, I am guilty of giving someone the finger Ooh, I have never actually done that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I guess I'm more I'm I've more of a silent rager, but... <laughs> you know. So I'm more of a just like yeah. But this isn't confession, so I don't no. <laughs> go any further. <laughs> we want to make our listeners feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, sorry. No, I do think um, you know, there's the, a piece to the isolation. I think and. I think a lot of a fear plays a big role in it. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want to yes. get COVID. You don't want to give it to somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're not necessarily afraid of getting it yourself. Yeah. Um, and so there is that isolation piece of like, oh, I don't want to be near you mm-hmm. because you have COVID. Right. And I do not want to get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is that kind of act of isolation, unintentional, I think, yeah. you know, to a great extent. And I'm not saying that we're not, 
doing it for good reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's we need to stop the spread of it, obviously. But right. I think at, there at is what cost? A, unintended like sometimes, cost. right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, and you know, I had COVID uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, about a month ago now. I feel um, beginning of February, end of January, and I just remember like the hardest time was just like knowing that I had to isolate because like I you know I didn't want to give it to anybody else and that was the fear that I had but even like facetiming people just didn't seem like enough you know Mm um and there's this element of I think uh being with someone that makes you feel like a real person Hmm. um it's it's hard to explain because like being like 10 days like obviously i saw my dad pretty much every day we wore masks but like even that like felt strange Mm -hmm. um i I have an issue with masks in that i i feel like it's impersonal yeah Um, it definitely is you you know just think about like you know doctor you know wearing a mask like that doesn't like it just kind of like puts you off guard right like right. Oh, what's wrong with me type of deal you know like if doctor would like show up and just my physical with a mask i'd be like right. uh, <laughs> so uh what you planning yeah. today? you know <laughs> right doctors typically only wear masks in, like the operating room right or on a procedure yeah. doing a procedure exactly or but now it's like contagious. standard right like right. you're talking to someone you're wearing a mask um whether you think that it's effective or not that's up to you but uh i think it's definitely undeniable that like some people have a hard time with it right because i mean for me like my main thing that i key off people when i'm conversing with them is their mouths right i like to see people smile i like to see people enunciate Mm -hmm. and you know the different mannerisms of their mouth and that's how i kind of like cue off my own engagement so when i don't see that it's just like the eyes which is like believe it or not kind of hard sometimes to like yeah. get where it's only half the face so i feel like you only get half the context right right um yeah it's really it's tough yeah and i think like i wonder too thomas if like when you were isolating mm-hmm. you know um it's like a requirement right mm-hmm. it's not a choice to an extent, yeah, like, they definitely encourage you strongly, right? Right. I feel like most people, most people do it voluntarily, right? I, I, to, I don't think they enforce it. No, not um, at least in New Hampshire. Right. Other states, I think, yeah, are I think in they a separate, different, it. right. But, like, and you, you can know. be fined for breaking right. quarantine. Um, but... Yeah, it, it's it's tough because I, I feel like most people, you know, most people will, you know, voluntarily, voluntarily yeah. quarantine because they recognize like it's like, yeah, they could give it to someone and kill them, you know, them, not themselves, I don't think. But there's mm-hmm. a, uh, there's there's an extent of charity in mm-hmm. like isolating yourself, yeah, uh, which I think is good, you know, uh, same thing with masks as well. Like it's part of a charity um yeah the love of neighbor mm -hmm. yeah but should it be enforced i don't know i feel like that's starting going to policy and stuff 
which I'd rather not talk in this show. No, no, about. we don't need to do that. But um, going back to isolation uh, and how I, I was saying that it kind of feels like you're not like a real person. It's like everyone else is like going about their lives without you, mm. you know? So you feel very non-important. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's like FaceTime, it's like... It's convenient. Like right. when it's convenient, right. you gotta schedule it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's like when they're not working or like, but like when you're with someone, like you can talk to them whenever you want to, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they want to listen to you or not. Um, but with FaceTime, it's like two people have to agree to do this, right? right. Um, so it, it kind of makes you feel, at least in, in my case, like I, for just a short time I was like didn't exist mm. and, and like it sounds very like extreme mm-hmm. so I, I I don't mean like you know kind of like uh, exaggerated at all but to a little extent it did kind of feel like that uh, which was kind of hard yeah and I think too there like um you know we've talked about her a lot in this podcast but seeing Elizabeth and seeing mm-hmm. her husband had um oh gosh now i forget maybe it was uh tuberculosis yeah uh, like a communicable disease but... yeah and um they were isolated in this mm. terrible awful drafty building and you know she had to watch him die mm-hmm. and they couldn't leave mm-hmm. um and she was isolated for several months until he died Um, And then she had to quarantine as well to make sure that she didn't have tuberculosis Mm -hmm. and didn't spread it to other people. Um, And she talked about it as being an incredibly painful experience Mm. because, you know, people treated her like they were less than. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I think really, you know, know, people feel less than for many different reasons. Mm -hmm. But I think... You know, it's kind of like going back to, like you said before the show, you are talking about the lepers in mm. um, the Old Testament and, you know, how they had to basically call themselves unclean. Right. Um, and I feel and like they, it's kind of they had their own the, community. Right. You know. Yep. And it's kind of a similar thing, I think. You know, you're, you're, you're separating a piece of something to maintain purity. Right. Um. And again, don't, you know, don't take me wrong. I think this is serious. I think mm-hmm. we do need to um, take precautions. But um, I think the isolation piece that I really, like, we're trying to talk mm-hmm. about is this, the social, spiritual. Right. Emotional. Connection. Right. Yeah. In that you're, that we isolate, you know, we take older our older reverend mm-hmm. people and we put them in um nursing homes yeah. to be taken care of and therefore isolated yeah um because it's not convenient for us to take care of them yeah um and i think you know this pandemic has made it worse yeah, for them definitely. they can't even have visitors the yeah. only people that they have are their care staff and themselves mm-hmm. yeah. um and for people with dementia, the research shows that's just the worst mm-hmm. possible thing. I was actually reading an article saying that, like, isolation increases dementia. Yeah. Or, 
you know causes you the risks lack of, of it right comment. yeah um, connection lots mm-hmm. of lack of connection and anxiety and sleep insomnia stuff like that um i was reading an article on the effects of isolation it was uh i can we can put it in the show notes i think <clears throat> but this lady was going hiking i think with her friend in iraq and she got captured and accused of spying and for 10,000 hours i think she was basically kept like no human contact like food just like shoved through the door wow. and like she talks about her experience in that and how like she started seeing like flashing lights at the corner of her eye and like looked and would, would like see nothing right mm-hmm. and, and how that affects our bodies just being isolated from people and like how that is just like so contrary to how we are being right mm-hmm. like how we are meant to be I, I just feel like i think more it, it's hard because you know obviously like research you don't want to be unethical <laughs> but i think right. more research has to be done with this because I, I think it definitely gives a little bit of insight into how human beings should behave or how what we're meant to be and if you think about like god himself right he's three persons in one right yeah so even like god has company has company you know (laughs) and in that very regard like kind of bringing back to the catholic view like we're made an image of likeness of god and thus we're also made for that right interaction um, that and only he other made people us. and God that can give us. Right? He made us out of love because mm-hmm. he desired us. Right. Not because he needed us, mm-hmm. but because he desired us yep. as company for yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, God doesn't need mm-hmm. us and need anybody. Right. But he made us out of love and desire to he have wants companions. Us, which right. is almost more powerful than saying, like, he needs oh, us, absolutely. right? absolutely. Like, I'd much rather say someone say hey i want to be with you then i need to be with you right Right. because that's an element of like hey i don't need to be with you but i want to be with you and that's why god gave us free will yes yeah because he wants us to want to be with Mm -hmm. him not that we need to feel like we need to because that doesn't do we need god absolutely right we do need god God. (laughs) (laughs) but like he wants us to say i want to be with you not I need to out be of love, it, right? Not yes, yeah, yeah, definitely fear, yeah, or need, mm. yeah. Mm. And then um, one last thing on this, I think. Fleeting thoughts. Never mind. <laughs> oh no, it disappeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just went right through. Um, um. Yeah, I think that there's a like a difference between um, isolate, like being pushed away, and mm-hmm. you know, and set off into a corner. Because that, nobody likes that. You know, we all know the feeling mm. of being at a party. Yeah. And, and being ignored. Oh, yeah. Like, that yeah. is, like, awful. Yeah. That, that feeling is terrible. It's and like, I think that's actually a really good point, is that you can feel isolated, but not be isolated in a way, right? Right. Like, emotionally, you can feel isolated, even though you're around people. Um, And, and kind of, like, going back to technology, I feel like a lot of that almost encourages it in a way it's true you know and and that's scary you know 
Yeah, and it's funny because I've had this conversation a lot with people since the pandemic started about Mm -hmm. how oftentimes right now, well, for many people, technology is the only way to connect with others. But it is, like we were talking about before, it's a level of convenience. Mm. Um, And it's not as personal. It truly is not. No matter what these kids, you know, people think, it's easy to say things that are awful and hurtful when Mm. you're not face-to-face with somebody. Or That's just why like I told totally, you, I don't, I don't, I try not to text anymore. I try not to email anymore. Yeah. I try not to do any kind of digital It doesn't feel like for correspondence, it's okay for personal relationships. Yeah, it's I just. I think it's not no. the case. And this is like, this is a little different, but I, I think it kind of plays into this is like long-term relation, or sorry, long-distance relationships. Yeah, I just feel like do not typically work. It's and like, hard. why is that? Is because it's because technology is not the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if technology was FaceTiming and all this stuff and phone calling and texting was the same thing as like having a conversation with a person face to face, then I feel like long term relationships should, or sorry, long distance, not long term, long distance relationships should work, right? Mm-hmm. But we know for a fact that that's typically not the case. I feel, uh, at least in the limited experience that I've had. <clears throat> and I think uh, to kind of wrap up the this mm-hmm. <laughs> discussion, rambling discussion, yeah. I do think that um, isolation can serve a purpose. Right? Yes. If you have to isolate, mm-hmm. you know, you can offer it up as a sacrifice and mm-hmm. use it for the good of others and, you know, for yourself and your own soul. Right. Um, however, should we, you know, and that can be seen as a choice, like you said, mm-hmm. You choose to isolate yourself from other people so that you don't get them sick. Right. However, like when we impose isolation on other people, um, like our elderly, for example. Yeah. Um, what What are we doing? Like, is mm-hmm. yes, they can offer that up as a sacrifice, but um, you can't force someone no. to offer a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like and uh, use it, offer it up. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so you know, I guess that's my thought of is. How can we, and I guess I will challenge us all mm. as listeners to how can we be less isolating towards mm. people? Yeah. Whether it's in our own family or the elderly in general, what's a yeah. way for us to reach out to people? Mm. Especially, that I guess, feel in this isolated, pandemic. are isolated, yeah. And even in not in this pandemic, you know, when, when our lives go back to mm. you know, somewhat normal, mm. you know, um, what's a way that we can learn from this experience yeah i think there if anything COVID has taught us i feel is is a few different things one we got to treat elderly better and take care of them better uh two we got to get outside more yeah because that's a vitamin d thing Mm -hmm. on like just like personal health and uh happiness Uh, and uh, fleeting thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I forget the third, third one. Uh, I had a third one. Oh well. But now is like another one is like the the dangers of isolation, right? Yeah. Whether it be physically or emotional or spiritual. Um. The last one was obesity, right? Like yeah. Like you gotta be active, right? Get out and, and exercise. Like, yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. You you had maybe we briefly mentioned that saint real quick that you were talking about before the show. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, uh, lived I, on top of a pillar. Yeah, St. Simeon Stylites. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So basically, Stylite is a pillar saint. So saints that live up on pillars. He started it, but there are other saints who actually have other people who have been living that way up until even the 19th century. That's crazy. um, In Russia, uh, specifically. So um, it kind of was like, you know, a discussion, a thought process of mine was like, okay, isolation is, you know, being pushed apart. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a difference, you know, what's the difference between that and solitude? Mm -hmm. Well, solitude is the definition of it is the quality or state of being alone or remote from society. So that Mm -hmm. implies a choice. And so hermits, uh, the definition of a hermit is one that retires from society and lives in solitude, Mm -hmm. especially for religious reasons. Um, and so Saint Simeon Stylites um, was a saint in uh, 420 um, AD, and he um, basically was so austere that he was kicked out of his monastery community, mm. monastic community, and um, that must be like he's really hard, really hardcore. Because uh, like you're yeah. like no, you're you're too strict. For <laughs> you're us. too strict for us. Go <laughs> live on your own, dude. Yeah. Uh, so he, but the thing is, is that he was so holy, you know, he became mm-hmm. a hermit uh, and he was so holy that people came to him to mm-hmm. be cured and miracles and whatnot. And he just, he didn't want to be around, you know, mm-hmm. he wanted to be just pray and be with mm-hmm. God. So he lived on a pillar. Uh, basically it was, uh, it started off six feet high Mm. Uh, but ended up being 50 feet high. Need to be farther. And only 11 feet square. 50 feet high is like 11 feet square. That's like a small room. That's just tiny. I'd be scared of, I'm a little scared of heights. 50 feet is a little high. Uh, and uh, it was, he did have a railing, so he didn't fall, oh, okay. roll That's off good. or fall That's off. That's good then. Okay. But he stayed up there for 37 years. Yeah. Exposed That's... to the elements. He never came down. That's crazy. Like, just had a ladder for people to bring him food and stuff. Mm-hmm. I imagine wow. he had a pulley system and whatnot. Yeah. Wow. But um, he chose to be a solitude. And I read an interesting article. I'll put it in the notes um, from the Catholic News Agency about an, uh, it was an interview with a hermit, a modern-day mm-hmm. hermit. And he was talking about how people misunderstand hermits. They think that people hermits mm-hmm. hate people or mm-hmm. want to be away apart from people. Um, but he said it's the opposite. So, yeah, they use isolation and solitude mm-hmm. as a sacrifice mm-hmm. to withdraw themselves so that they can have a closer connection to God. But it's also in the to the benefit of other people. Mm-hmm. And, like, in addition to solitude versus mm-hmm. isolation, right. solitude is alone, that right? Sacrifice. You are retires and you are still in contact with people. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, because you're praying mm-hmm. for other people, yep. right? So you're still in that apostolic community, that communion mm-hmm. of saints yep. um, that's awesome. in the universal yeah, that's a good church point. Yep. versus isolation, which you're pushed out. Right. I imagine that you could make isolation solitude right? Yep. if you're required to do mm-hmm. it. Like saying it, Just like, Seton, I you imagine, know, but... Taking unwilling pain and suffering and offering that up, right? right? Just like that. There can still be yeah. good that comes from it. Definitely. Anyway, that was, whew, I'll take a breath. Uh, one a quick lot. thing for Long me, thoughts. <laughs> just uh, along those lines, is like, I think it's good for us to uh, isolate ourselves, mm-hmm. I guess, for spiritual reasons during times. I mean, like retreats. Right. Uh, and this right. is like what my first thing that I thought of was like going on a retreat away from people to be, to establish that relationship with god and like a retreat from technology and you know we go on these retreats in like 
Catholic high school and stuff. And I never liked them because they didn't seem like a retreat to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I wanted to be away from people and try to be closer to God. Right. And, like, I feel like a retreat is more like, you know, go camping, pray, read, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, just focus on you and God for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think that is a good thing that uh, all of us can do should do sometimes yeah at some point in our lives yeah whether it's you know a few minutes per day or you know a week or Mm -hmm. however long uh, you feel god is like asking you to sacrifice that time with others you know to be with him yeah definitely yeah on that thought (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that was good. That was a longer than we thought we were yeah, going to talk. Yeah, conversation, yeah. Yeah. All cool. Right. God All bless right. everybody. God bless. Thanks for listening. <laughs>